It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. This episode of the E-Commerce Minute is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you're back in business in no time. And for being a loyal E-Commerce Minute listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you'll never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SendPro Online. Starting at $4.99 a month, you can qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print labels right from your PC. So go to pb.com slash minute to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash minute. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. It's e-commerce minute episode 579. In today's episode, you can now earn a degree to be an influencer. (laughs) That's how excited I'm about about the story. Uh, We got another weird one, folks. If you can speak Italian and yearn to make big bucks off a few sponsored Instagram posts every now and then, there's a new degree for you. The Italian Online University eCampus has opened up a three-year program in social media influencing and is being promoted by football, that's soccer for you Americanos, football star Cristiano Ronaldo. The course will be taught with the help of SDA Boccioni School of Management in Milan. The online university offers a new three-year program to earn a degree in social media influencing. Ronaldo, who is featured in the college's new publicity campaign, is also funding 36 student grants as part of his commitment. The eCampus degree will offer classes in fashion psychology, semiotics, and the philosophy of language, TV history, intercultural communication, and information technology, among others. The institution, which offers degrees in engineering, law, arts, and psychology, has more than 30,000 students, according to its website. Bloomberg reports that the aim of the degree is to fill the current educational gap and to help students gain the technical skills needed to pursue a career as an influencer. I'm having trouble reading this with a straight face. Applicants will need to be at least 19 years old and have completed high school. They also need to be enrolled in college and be able to speak English. The classes start on November 15th and will run for six months. By the end of next year, the course plans to graduate 100 newly certified social influencers. I can't wait. Those who have completed the program will become part of Condé Nast's prestigious network of influencers, which currently boasts 300 members. This is an interesting move that could have uncertified influencers worried about the future of their payments. Brands could eventually begin to opt to pay influencers without a degree less money. So we... Chelsea, W T F. Three years. I have things I, to I, say. I hope that three years. Are you kidding me? Three I cannot years. wait. To I'm see gonna just set up my PDF five. download. Go to my website and just send me three dollars. Okay. I will show so you how to do same, this. This is the same. This is the same level when I think of entrepreneur programs at colleges. I do not yes. understand a degree in entrepreneurship. I just don't. I know everybody's like, "Whoa, this is." I'm like, I don't get a business degree. I'm sorry. There's no entrepreneur. This should not be a thing. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I. Okay, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to be open-minded here. The classes in fashion psychology, semiotics, and philosophy of language certainly would help. Yeah. But oh, do you need to take a three-year degree to learn these things? Well, and and plus, plus, it diminishes the fact that influencers are kind of impressive as it is to start because they did it on their own. Like, they literally just made an Instagram account and got big 
literally doing their own thing. You know what I Thank mean? You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank right? yep. <laughs> so you. That's what everyone's supposed to that be. Exact, that's exactly the whole reason, because it was an organic thing that was started by people who said, I, you know, I started from nothing and now I'm here. Yeah, that's the whole. That's why. That's why you are called an influencer because you got you came from nothing and you're here. You don't. You don't. You don't run. You don't go to the front of the line because you have a degree. Right. Yeah. And I am not even defending the influencer culture. I think it's toxic. I think it's horrible. Yeah. But it's a part of business now. It's a part of how people sell things. But again, you don't. You don't start at the back and go to the front of the line. Yeah, that's a really it's good analogy. It will never happen. It's like, I'm telling you, like, I get some entrepreneurs come out of entrepreneur programs and they do well, but none of them are. It's it's not the same thing. I'm sorry, but it just isn't. Like, I have a business degree. I own a business. But Either you're born with it or you're not. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um, it, it can be a learned skill, but For not. influence Certain aspects, yes. Yes, that's right. There's a learned skill, but yeah. not in college when you sit in the book. No, yeah. go do work. Go do. That's the job. Go do. Go do the work. I can't Go wait through. to see these people with certified influencer in their Instagram. Oh, yes. <sighs> like, is Instagram going to give them, like, a little batch? Could you imagine? Could you seriously imagine if Instagram, like, fueled that fire? Oh, my God. Hi. I'm I mean. Tina, I'm Tina Mutchmouth, PhD influencer, eCampus, Italy. easier than you think it is to get that. Um, because you can just, yeah, that's a long thing. But anyway, I'm just going to. I just, like. Okay. Okay. We have time on this one. Go ahead. All these skills are so good. Like, there's like maybe it should just be a social media degree because getting a degree in social media is totally like I get it. I totally get it. Like, because there is nuance to being good at social media, but the fact that it's just an influencer degree, I don't, I don't even agree with that. Which it is, is a psychology degree for the love of God. I just think, well, with mar- with social media comes marketing. So I feel like... Right, that should be a market. It's a marketing thing, right? A social, social media is just another channel for marketing. That's all it is. Listen, Which is you true. Can, you can go on to Udemy and buy a Gary Vaynerchuk course for 20 bucks. Literally. On social media. That's very true. <laughs> but, like, I just can't... I cannot imagine the demographics of people who are going to sign up for this too. Like, I know this is going to get real problematic too. Like, hey, mom and dad, I'm going to spend a hundred thousand dollars a year to get an influencer degree. Yeah, like that's. Sorry. Is it going to be like rich kids? Are they going to deny people based on like petty things? Like that's like the questions I have because like this could get real tricky having a degree and something that is partially even based on looks. Like half the girls who are influencers who are huge at it literally are huge because they are gorgeous like that Mm -hmm. is it so like it's like if you don't have that getting an influencer degree like what is that going to do for you because like that's that's a a spicy take there girl you're exactly right like i just it's it sucks and i wish it wasn't like that i really do like i wish natural talent could get you to be an influencer and make that coin but it just can't and the looks are well, a huge it, part of it. it well, it's, it's, it's well, both. It's talent and looks, right? So right. looks for certain things and talent for certain things. Yeah. I, right. Let me piggyback onto that. Uh, if you, yes, Brittany, you are you are ninety seven percent correct in that the Instagram influencers <laughs> is based on okay, I'm selling my diet tea, but also look at the great butt I have because I work out seven hours a day. Right. But there's also niche influencers. Now, I am a designer, so my Instagram looks like a lot of dorky lettering artists and things. Um, And we're not the most attractive bunch. And there's a couple of super 
dorky lettering people that get free shit all the time because they're a lettering influencer and they look like they just woke up out of bed and stuck a hat on their head. So right. there is there is certain niches where talent can play a part. But if you're talking about as a whole, yes, that is. It, it's based on how you look and how and where you, you know where you travel, where your backgrounds are. It's like, yeah, you're you're exactly right. There, there is an opportunity for niche influencers, but yeah. that opportunity does not warrant a three-year degree from an Italian university. Right. Yeah, exactly. It, re- it really, it really doesn't. And it's like part of me also like to play devil devil's advocate is like, ugh, like they're legitimizing the practice. And I get that. Cause that's a smart business move. Cause now companies can like pay people who are certified more, which is going to be a niche group. So they're going to put all their coins in these certified people if they're good enough and then start taking their coins out of the uncertified people. Can we and- take, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Can we take a step back? Do we feel that the whole influencer thing is a thing that brands should do? Or do you think it's just something that is here and will probably just disappear because of what algorithms or whatever do you think it's a smart move by brands to, to work with it influencers is for certain things but um from the stats now and what you see online it's starting to disappear on the bigger scale so micro influencer stuff is happening more than like a big huge influential thing people people are going for in gary's term they're going deep not wide so it's it's deep niche, thing. right? That's what I said, right? Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. that's what's happening more and more now, right? And not only that, but the people who were big influencers that kind of like started influencing and invented influencing are now considered celebrities. So it's right. like I I think it's smart just because it's like a cheap spokesperson, if you will. Like yeah. instead of paying that celebrity who has this reach, you're going to pay nobody who has the same, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. going to pay a nobody who has the same exact reach and you could pay them so much less. So I think so far as like these random people still have huge platforms and voices, like it's a good idea to invest in that because it's obviously going to be cheaper than having a celebrity spokesperson. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's going to implode on itself in some ways. Yeah, it could. I mean, it's the same thing with YouTube. We looked at YouTube five years ago or six years ago, whenever it was, when everybody wanted to be a YouTube star because you could make a fortune and everybody wanted to be the next Casey Neistat. And then YouTube turns around and says, guess what? We're demonetizing you unless you're already up at this echelon. And all these talented people just kind of disappeared because they couldn't make any money off of it. Well, let's go go even a step further. Uh, You go to Vine and Vine got acquired and disappeared. How many people have, were on Vine, like stars on Vine, and then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, no, a lot of a lot of them found yeah. their way out. Uh, but yeah. yeah, you were exactly right. That that was, I mean, besides this story, the the, the arc of this story, the shutting down of Vine was a goddamn shame because there was a lot of talented, funny people that were on there Maybe. that were just starting to find their voice and find their way. Young people who were just they just happened to be funny and found a platform and found an easy way to put their voice out there. And advertisers start saying, wow, this guy is a quote unquote Vine star. And then Twitter got all jealous and said, oh, we're going to buy Vine. Uh, shut down. What do <laughs> yeah. you have now? So what do you have now? TikTok. TikTok. So and somebody just sucks. went, huh, still a great idea. Let's just do that. Now, TikTok is bigger. It's probably going to be bigger than Twitter's ever going to be. So. TikTok sucks so much compared to Vine. There's a lot of garbage on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's, it's going to be like as much as you say that, it's going to be around. Oh, it's yeah, going to be around it. because advertisers are already figuring yeah. out a way to do it. And it's so easy because 
the 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 first problem that we had a couple of years ago was we all gasped and gasped in horror when they tried to put ads in our Instagram. And then we mm-hmm. gasped in horror that they, they were going to put them in the Instagram stories. Who the hell is going to put a vertical ad? Well, now everything's vertical. Yep. Vertical is the way to be. It doesn't matter anymore. Snapchat proved that five yep. years ago. So yeah, TikTok's going to be around. If they're figuring out a way to monetize it. Brands are not stupid. Brands are already, they've got their young influence. They've got their young you know, social media people on these accounts going, put your money into TikTok. Mark my words. Oh, yeah. it's TikTok well is so much more predatory than Vine ever was. And that's I agree. Why I, hate I agree. So and Vine was a sweet place and it, it was, was so funny. It was nice. Um, TikTok is now, you could just tell it came out of the gate, just we're going to make money and yeah. people's lives, Explore. who cares? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love Vine. I like get sick when I think of Vine. Like yeah. uh, Vine was my favorite app of all time. I was on it all the time. I was on the cusp of trying to get famous on Vine. So. Yeah. Could we do a whole podcast on Vine? Sure, we could do a whole podcast on Vine. We could do a whole social media podcast. But I, you know, listen, I when I need a couple of giggles, I'll watch I'll watch YouTube compilations of old Vine videos and laugh my ass off for a half hour. Absolutely. It's great. It was great. Here's the thing about my Vine experience is that my Vine experience, Vine came out when I was at like a really developmentally crazy time in my life. Like I was mm-hmm. probably 14 or 15 when Vine came out. And so now I have like these moments of my life, like literally associate it with vines. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. So big when I was in high school that like we spoke in vine, like we talked to yeah. each other in vine and I still quote vines to this day. You know what I mean? And TikTok, TikTok will never be that. I'll tell you that TikTok will never have what vine. Well, so you, your impression, so you're right in that demographic, your impression of TikTok versus vine, you said it's more predatory. What are your other impressions of TikTok that, that turn you off well here's the thing like tiktok has all these like options now where you can like put like a song embedded in the tip in the tiktok and lip sync to it and it's like branded and sponsored vine have you watched cringe tiktok guys oh yes oh that's cringe tiktok is the best that's what i do at night it has the (laughs) me too it has the music because it was musically yeah it was musically right 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 Right. it started off as a lip sync channel yeah, uh, right. which I hate because Vine just started off as like a six second comedy and you could tell right there the difference. But see, that's like, where the creativity was. It was like you only had a couple seconds yep. so that you would write this lightning fast comedy and yep. set it up and script it. And these kids put all this work into it. And it was, I mean, there was some brilliant shit on there. Oh my God. And yeah, now, send you my favorites. now I watch cringe TikTok. Folks, if you ever need some good entertainment, <laughs> just look up the hashtag cringe TikTok. You won't be No, because like, it's like beyond cringe like it's beyond it is like because there are like okay like oh god there are like 65 year old men who you could tell yeah. like live in like alabama right. and are like weird <laughs> lay to bed <laughs> yeah literally next to a video of like an 18 year old girl who's also a furry and they like sing together and you're like holy crap what the hell yeah. like like uncharted predatory territory like Oof. i john it, like what did you just do <laughs> what have i done I've who said the, the v beast. word who said vine <laughs> who I said did the that because all right Brittany, i'm gonna ask you one more opinion since you're in that that uh that sweet zone demographic how likely are you to buy from an influencer or any type of influence sponsored post versus something that's just generic or you know in the algorithm i mean 
It's kind of a little question because it depends on the, it depends on trust. Like trust is such a big part of Mm -hmm. influencing too. You know what I mean? Like if I trusted the person, if they also, usually what helps me trust an influencer is if they have like a coinciding YouTube that I could like see how they are and like try to get a read of them and stuff like that. I'm not super likely to buy from an influencer, probably like 20% likely if we had to throw a number at it. But if I trusted them more through like their other channels and their like authentic like video content and stuff like that, I'd be more likely to buy from them. So that's a great point. So you feel that an influencer can't solely exist just on one platform. Uh, For instance, you get the girls who do the workout stuff on just Instagram and they're putting their workout videos. You feel that to gain more authenticity and trust, they have to have multiple channels and have to kind of, as they say, lift the kimono and be a little bit more approachable as opposed to uh, there's a beautiful girl standing on the mountain kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like I would never buy from just like an influencer who's like cute on Instagram ever, 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 ever. Cause I could literally, there's like, there's like so many things you could talk about with influencers. Like you just said, like the pretty girl standing on a mountain. Cause chances are, if it's the pretty girl standing on a mountain, like I can't even trust what they're saying. Cause her picture has been edited 72 times. Yeah. 72 things. Sure. So we're not even seeing the real person giving you this like influencing product. Whereas like, if it's somebody who also has a YouTube and I trust them, I know what they look like. I know how they are. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. They let their guard down a little bit. Like the, like the girls who would do, I guess, a makeup tutorial and then appear without makeup and talk about, you know, Hey, I'm having a bad day kind of thing. Right. And more authentic can tell their stuff isn't edited to death. Like that's such a big problem with influencing. The stories that I love is the influencers who get caught and they, they basically come out and say, no, I was never really in Paris. My boyfriend's really good at Photoshop. Oh my God. There's (laughs) this one girl I have to send to you if I find it, but like literally people were calling her out. They're like, you are not in Paris that you posted that same exact picture of you in that same post, same outfit, like a year ago, somewhere else. Like we know that's not you busted oh we could totally talk about for like 25 minutes like how much of a lie influencers peddle not to mention like influencers i i have like written down here that there's like a habit of like influencers faking sponsored posts to make themselves look more legit so they'll literally just hashtag ad or sponsored even if it's it's not not really yeah so it's hard to quantify the value of the industry so that they're they're inauthentically quote unquote coming clean and saying yes this is a sponsored ad so that someone else who maybe might might be a smaller business might say oh well look she's she's got sponsored ads already how much do you charge hun yep exactly five grand (laughs) no literally for like a a post yeah exactly it's like really it's like oh god it's a lot no people suck yeah they do (laughs) which is why i guess we need a degree in it All right, Brittany. (laughs) Brittany's on a a tear. Brittany, why don't you tell us about today's sponsor? Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk in your back business in no time. And for being a loyal e-commerce listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. So save time and money on mailing and shipping with SendPro Online. Starting at $4.99 a month, you can also qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping, calculate exact postage online, and print labels and stamps right from your PC. So go to pb.com slash minute to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. 
That's pb.com slash minute. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SunPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Excellent. All right, we'll round it out with a little bit of stat time. 72% of companies spend a large majority of their marketing budget on social media influencers. That's according to Fox Business. The Instagram influencer marketing industry alone is set to hit $2.4 billion with a B this year. That's according to Morning Brew. And influencer marketing related positions have certainly doubled on LinkedIn, have certainly doubled on LinkedIn from about 77,000 jobs in December 2017 to about 176,000 in January of 2019. So kids, stay in school, get yourself an influencer marketing job, and your life will be fantastic. Is it now? Is it gonna be fantastic? It's fantastic. <laughs> it's gonna, yeah. You know what, John? You know what we should do? We put Brittany through the course. <gasps> that yeah. would be awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> because then I could actually like, what if I actually became an influencer and made like hella money? <laughs> Just remember us little people when you make it big. No, I totally will. And in fact, I will influence for sumo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's a win-win for all of us all around. I think that's what we're doing right now. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. All right. You guys got anything else on this one? No. no. All right. Look for Brittany's article on social media influencing. We're going to have her write an article about this because apparently she's got a lot of spicy tea to spill on this particular subject. Did I say that right? Spicy yeah. tea? Spicy tea is actually. Spicy. I like spicy step. and you like the word tea. So I put them two together. So influencers, you're free to use hashtag spicy tea on this podcast. That's your commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet. From now on, we're using spicy tea on everything. Spicy tea. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy.